Geek Shock. Geek Shock. It's so easy not to try. Let the world go drifting by. There's far too many blood turds for my taste, though. Yeah. You can never have... Well, yes, you can, actually. actually yeah. You can have a lot actually, of blood turds. Listen to the podcast saved yeah. my Wednesday night. W- really? We saved your Wednesday I, night? I had company when I went to see Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy because I knew somebody here hadn't seen it. <laughs> yeah, I got, a, I got a text message from Andy, which, which was a surprise in and of itself, but it came in backwards. I don't know what it what? is. Like it wrote backwards? <laughs> like, no. It, <laughs> it was a two-part message. Isn't that, isn't that a satanic thing to do? It was a two-part message, but the second part came in first. So at first, oh, it's just okay. like, it's like, basically says, <laughs> it was like a split sentence and says, hey, do you want to go see Guardians of the Galaxy tonight at Galaxy? And then the second part goes, hey, Jeff, this is fact check. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm literally about to type in. I'm like, um, who is this? And then the second part of the text came in. So well, how it would was you, pretty funny. How would you, I mean, you have his name saved in your phone, don't you? I have Actually, his yeah. name saved in his phone, and I've given him my phone number like several times, and he was supposed to uh, uh, call me to, to so that I could store his number in my phone. Uh-huh. And just for some reason or another, we never got that that part of the uh, exchange Remember, finished. Remember, you, you have but to forgive uh, him. He's just coming back out of the right. cave. I, I, yes, he's, he's, I have he's a, out of his I, cave. I have a but, phone uh, smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock number 249, almost 250. I am Master Woo-hoo. Torgo. I am one away from 250. Are you over 250? One away. One away, 80s Jeff. We, we lost 80s Jeff for this mic cord. My mic cord? There yeah. we go. There you're back. Oh, is it being weird? You're being just weird. like you. <laughs> so our numbers uh-huh. are up, but Paul's going to be uncognito. Okay, I'm fact checked, Andy, and I'm Bonzo the Beast. And we're here to talk week and geek, gentlemen. What a week for everybody, apparently. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been eventful, filled with highs and lows. There were stabbings. There were. What do you mean there were stabbings? My son got stabbed in the belly three times. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> you did. You stabbed your son in the belly three times. No, the surgeons did. Ah. He had his appendix removed. He Se- did. Yeah. Self-diagnosed. Yes, at three in the morning. He woke up wow. hurting. Yeah, well, he what been, was up? He'd been hurting all day, but by three in the morning, he'd, he'd, he'd done enough internet research to self-diagnose himself. <laughs> Good old WebMD. That's amazing. WebMD to the it. rescue. That's, that's, one, that's uh, two for him. That's you know, one in each week. You know, The week before, he was the first steampunk to actually use his goggles for a purpose. That's right. I saw that picture. That was pretty funny. He's at Niagara Falls wearing his goggles. Holy smokes. <laughs> to protect him from the mist? Yeah. Beautiful. It's not just a costume, folks. A practical man. <laughs> What geeky recovery. things? What geeky things you want to get off your chestesses? I'm still catching up on all the stuff that I was gone uh, that I missed while I was gone in you know Kansas, and so I'm still catching up on stuff. Like but, what? Uh, uh, well, a lot of pre-recorded stuff. Uh, okay. I'm finally caught up on like Under the Dome, and I'm caught up on uh, Ray Donovan, and um, I. Th- think i'm still a couple episodes behind on extant what's a ray uh, donovan ray donovan it's a series on showtime uh it's like leaves driver awesome he's a he's a fixer in hollywood and okay. it's kind of like you know you know when somebody's in a jam you know they, like they they wake up you next call the to a gang. 
yeah, like a dead prostitute or something. They call him and he he fixes it. So it's a really it good show. Doesn't ruin it. Actually, is a really good show. I'm not really doing it all justice, but it's the all the drama that you know occurs from you know him fixing things for celebrity clients and so forth. So. I better not right. watch the show. Anymore. Um, I'm just watching it. <laughs> Extant. I'm still not sold on it. Uh, really, this is the Halle you know Berry. I. Yeah, it's Steven Spielberg produced vehicle. something with Halle Berry's performance in this is just it's very is it as good off. As, is it as good as Storm? Oh, <laughs> Storm was terrible, but what I about mean, Swordfish. I I've seen her in other things and she's performed very well. For some reason, her performance in this is just not well. It's not believable. It's like the 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 way she reacts to things is not. I mean, I get it's you know it's television, but. It's not even close to what a normal person would do. Do you think you know? you're going to get to like the end of the season and it's going to turn out she's an alien? Because that'd be cool. I, I have no idea. I know Spielberg's backing it. Um, Under the Dome is still hit or miss with you with the episodes. It still uh, feels stretched I, out. I think I'm going to give up. I'm I'm about there. I mean, I, it's it's intriguing enough that I've, I've watched enough that I want to keep going with the storyline to find out how it ends. Do but yourself at, a favor. At, 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 at the end of the day, though, I'm sitting here going, do I want to give this another like five to ten episodes, or do I want to just go find the book, read it, and then go, okay. You want to find the book and read it. In fact, that's my suggestion to everybody. If you're in, interested in, in Under the Dome, it's a great novel. It's a goddamn big novel, but it's a great novel. And yeah, the TV show is just not doing it for me. Hey, Paul, I don't mean to disturb you from your nap, but we are all on the air. Damn right it, now. I was just going to go grab a Sharpie and start <laughs> drawing on his forehead. Draw some on his head. It's good. I like it. Yeah. Apparently, you bored him to sleep with your yeah. talk about Under the Dome. Well, I have something I might wake him up that I did. It's kind of geeky in an odd way. I, you guys were talking about, was it uh, Cosmology, was it? What? You guys are the Cosmosphere. That was Oh, it. the Kansas Cos- Cosmosphere, Cos- Cosmosphere Discovery Center. Oh, well, you... Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cosmosphere. Cosmology. I woke him up. I woke him up. Yes. <laughs> the Cos... Oh, it wakes the, the fans. Cosmosphere. All the things you would call back to. Because the jello well, pudding pop. Because... The sweater wing. And the new Coke. Because when I was on vacation and where I went, Paul... Where'd you go? The Jello Museum. What? Yeah. Yeah. You went to the Jello so Museum? there was a... Uh, there was a... A part to him there. I guess there was a fair amount of stuff to him. There, there's a there's. I, we walked on the Jello Brick Road, which has had a whole bunch of you know Follow people's names on it. Brick Road. Follow the Jello Brick Road. <laughs> it's a ton of dead horses. Follow the Jello Brick Road. You're now, walking now on horse bones. Now that's a misnomer. That's Follow a misnomer. The, there's a big it? sign explaining the oh. Jello is not made of horse hooves. What it's is made it? of horse connective tissue. It's much better. Very different. <laughs> Get your facts straight. Is that right? It really is. is they yeah. Say? They go. Don't think of it as hooves. Think of it as tendons and whatnot. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's freaking hilarious. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle those jigglers. Yeah, it was. I mean, uh, the 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 guy that took us through it was uh, was uh, very very enthusiastic about Jello. You know, did you, according to him at least, Jello was the first instant product. It was the first uh, uh, prepackaged product, and it was one of the first ones that they gave away free samples of to get people to buy it. I love that you had a guided tour. Oh yeah. Well, we actually had a guide that. That talked about it before about ten minutes and then let us loose into the oh, okay. you know, massive Jello museum, which was well. That's know, awesome that you're teaching these young kids about Jello. He goes because you've been around since it's been invented. That's right. Well, nineteen thirteen, so close. That yeah. guy goes home at night. Yeah. 
to his apartment. Ah, oh, hold on, dear. I'm just fidgeting with the keys here. Oh, I've got it open. There's my lovely Jello wife. <laughs> oh, and my Jello children. Yeah. So good to see you all. Let's see what's on television. No. Oh, it's the same loop of Jello commercials. Hooray! Uh, which which they did Jell-O have there, by the way. So there, there was a ba- there was a back corner where there was a TV running, uh, lots of old Jello commercials, including lots of Bill Cosby commercials. Of course, did they have the world's largest Jello mold there somewhere? They had uh, they had the um, sign from the, it was, uh, the gateway from when they had the Jello exhibit at the Olympics in Utah. Right, that Utah is the largest consumer of Jello. They had all these spoons, and the guys like, you know where these spoons are from? Everybody guessed, and like their spoons are like. I don't know. They're about a foot and a half long, and they were they were all over the ceiling, they were like along, along the edge of the ceiling and stuff. And he finally shows us a billboard. It was this giant Jello billboard, and the whole shimmering background was giant spoons. You couldn't tell were giant spoons. It was all like glitter, it looked like a, you know, like a Ray Charles dancer's shimmery dress, but it was made of spoons. Okay. Huh. Yeah. So was that the highlight of the museum? Uh, there was a lot of highlights in the museum. Okay. Yeah, was, uh, so where are the spoons from? There's for the the gem there the they just made them for the for the billboard. Oh. Did you get to go to the um, the nursery wing? Oh dear, where are we going with this? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd like to know. There's a nursery wing, is uh-huh. there? Yeah, where there's you know all these ladies that have volunteered to bear Jello children. Ah. Uh, it's not an easy process. Of course, it's artificial insemination. <laughs> they use a very special. Brand of it. It's easier it, when they made the finger Jello. What's well, the mm. name of this brand, Paul? Huh? There's always womb for Jello. <laughs> yes, of course. You know, oddly enough, now that I think about it, <laughs> I was I was waiting for it. <laughs> I knew it was coming. That's why I asked. Did him. you know like, it was coming? Was Did you? Can yeah. you see it? What it was? I saw oh, it was wow. coming. I was I just didn't. like, <laughs> I knew like, something's coming. That's too easy. He's not going to go there. Coming? You There's no way. Him? Yeah. Did you get some in your eye, Jeff? Yeah. You know me. I'll pass the low-hanging fruit all day. <laughs> there was no mention of Jello wrestling at the museum. I'm surprised. What? <laughs> no je- no Jello wrestling. But it's biggest in Utah. Yeah. 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 I got to vote on my favorite flavor of Jello. It was fun. What was it? I went with black cherry, but it was a it was a dark horse candidate. <laughs> it was a dark Jeez. horse. Is that how it's made? They only use dark horse uh, in uh, connective tissue. That's why it's black cherry. Oh boy, uh, what uh, what was the the pop most popular flavor? Uh, cherry, it was, right? Uh, strawberry. My cherry might have been cherry. I would it's say one cherry. of those red flavors. I used to love a red jiggler, a red. <laughs> A red cherry jiggler. Red mm. jiggler. I had a girlfriend in college who used to We called him Knox Blocks. Un- ungelled jello. She would just mix it up like Kool-Aid and drink it. Oh, no. Wow. That's unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to gel up inside her. I remember the Knox Blocks. <laughs> she wasn't they, all there. Put it like the old ice cube trays. Mm, you do and it in any kind of mold. Yep. Yeah. Knox Blocks. And then when you uh, you put the, little, uh, put the little toothpicks in it, so mm-hmm. when you pop it open, yep. The Knox Blocks... It was just because it was Knox gelatin that you just added more gelatin. Yeah, exactly. More non-flavored gelatin to flavored gelatin, and then the 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 Jello people caught on. They were like, "Fuck this, <laughs> Jigglers, motherfucker!" Right? There, yep. was a, there was a big thing about the Jigglers. You know there was what, a big Andy? thing about the Jigglers. Oh yeah. I have to say, Andy, I'm officially Jelly. Ah yes. Ah. Stop. There's saying. always womb for Jello. Yes, Stop saying indeed. Jelly. Stop saying Remember jelly. Remember this guy? Do you have one of those? I love jelly. Uh, it was that's, Mr. That's, Wiggles. Mr. Wiggles. Mr. Wiggles. Was he the Jigglers spokesman? No, he was the sugar-free Jello spokesman. Get out of here, yeah. Jello with the wait. There's take a, a high. I see Jimmy Durante yeah. in Jello form, and there's the villain. 
There's a villain. This makes that? for great yeah. radio. This that was yeah. the what? That was sugar free. I can't remember his name, but I'll find it. Yes. We're passing yeah, pictures a, around that, yeah. that no one else would see. Yeah, exactly. I, I figured it would spawn something in Paul where he'd talk about his giant collection of Mr. Wiggles that he had. No. We don't want to know about Paul's collection of Mr. Wiggles. <laughs> I've rediscovered Rogue Legacy. That game is great. It's a uh, first independent game on the PC. Now they've released it to all the console platforms. Uh, got it on the PlayStation now, and Rogue it's Legacy. so good. It's a Castlevania-style game where the dungeon changes every time you will die but when you die the money yeah the money that you get in the dungeon you use to build up your castle which gives your next offspring which you get to choose one of three randomly created ones with varying powers a better head start and so you're basically growing this long family tree that keeps going into this castlevania dungeon that changes constantly Oh, it's ridiculously so fun. So wait, you're making the castle tougher every time, or you're making... The, the castle stands alone, and you have your own manor. Oh, okay. And you're spending money on the manor for each thing that you improve in the manor. It adds something to your character. Either they get stronger, or opens new classes, or makes classes that you have stronger, uh, or affects things financially in the dungeon. And then you send your guy in, and try to survive as long as possible. The money you get goes to build a manor to enter the dungeon each time you have to give up any money you have left over so you become that guy in the D campaign that keeps creating another version of the same character after he dies this 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 is bonza this is you know i would like <clears throat> to say yes but the differences in the characters are actually pretty strong yeah and there's some ridiculous <laughs> it was pretty stuff. funny uh for example you might have uh flatulence as okay. a possibility as uh, a power as I don't know if they call that a power. A trait. A trait, yeah. A trait. That's I think good. it was listing them as traits or sure. something like... Gigantism, dwarfism, both with its pluses and minuses. Gigantism. What happened to you, Ken Griffey Jr.? <clears throat> so, yeah, check out Rogue, Rogue Legacy. It's I brought it on the Ugly Couch Show. If you want to know more, you can look up that episode. Uh, but it's great. Great game. Any other things you do, gentlemen? I watched the CGI Captain Harlock movie that just got released on Netflix. The what? A couple years ago. Tell me about this. It's classic anime, Captain Harlock. This has been redone and re reimagined for the, I believe it's a 2011 film that came out. I think somebody okay. else has posted about this, too. It looks pretty good. It's beautiful looking. Not the greatest story ever, but it's fine. Captain Howard may be one of the first animes I was actually aware of. It's old. It's old, but this movie is an updated okay. version, but it's a classic piece of anime, uh, classic television series from back in the, I don't know, I guess early 70s, late 60s maybe even. Yeah. Mm. So that was pretty good. What's the basic premise on that? Uh, Captain Harlock is a pirate who can, his ship can manipulate space-time somewhat, and um, he's a space pirate. Does he have and, an eye patch? Yep. Okay. And uh, yeah, he's trying to. He, they're trying to reclaim the Earth. Not the Earth a, got not exactly po- selling me on this. Polluted and destroyed. Know, I'm not exactly like, trying. Sounds kind of funny. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. If you got a passing interest in it, check it out. It's not bad. It's, it didn't. It didn't like. I'm gonna go. Oh my gosh! It's less of a time scope than a series. Just, yeah. I didn't go buy action figures or shit. But it's better than that fucking last thing they did. That, that, that just doesn't sound like you enjoyed it at all. It was fine. It was fine. I'm just, just okay. tired. Jeff, it's like you're on a <laughs> cell phone calling in. I know. It's just like it keeps cutting in and out. It was working fine earlier. Yeah. 
If it gets to be too much, we'll pause it. I've got, I've got another cable. You got another cable? Okay, we're going to pause it. Get Jeff a cable. Pause time. And pause is done. There it is. You sound, yes. I already tell you sound better. Yeah, it definitely uh, seems to be just a weird, <laughs> weird cable thing or something. We have a weird call in from Jeff. It's just a weird yeah. Jeff. It's a weird, it is a weird Jeff. I'm not actually here. I'm, uh, I'm away <laughs> again, and I'm calling into the show. <laughs> Best Skype sound ever. Right? Yeah. So I think in the, in the week of geekiness that I've done, I've decided that uh, I'm going to do another compendium this time, and it's uh, not yeah. going to be Tarantino. Oh, oh yeah? Which you got in mind? I was one of two directors. I think it's going to be either Tim Burton or Kevin Smith this time around. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, two very different directors. Really? Exactly. That's why I'm very intrigued at the but moment both, by those two. But both, both nerdy. Both yeah. nerdy. But because they both have a, a long-standing catalog. Sure. And stuff that has been thrown in from time to time to capture the viewer's interest from behind what's actually going on in front of your face. Gotcha. And that's why I want to do that. Now, you also have the interesting dichotomy that is Kevin Smith has gone on. He's gotten better and better as a director, whereas Tim Burton seems to be on this downward slide as far as, you know, quality <laughs> of product that he's put out. And and I, I, think the one thing that, uh, I think the one thing that got me a part of the Tim Burton thing was, you know, uh, realizing that in three different movies, basically one character stays the same. Yeah. You know, the, the kid from Frank and Weenie with the dog. Right. And then, like, he grows up to be the dude in Corpse Bride for what, you know, looks like the kid. Right. And he has a skeleton dog. And then, like, fast forward, like, years down the line, he ends up becoming Jack Skeleton with another. That's a yeah, fun That fun is a idea. very interesting theory. So I figured that was, like, my start of the Tim Burton thing. All right. And of course, you know that Jack appears in, like, every goddamn movie he's ever made. <laughs> like, he was in Big Fish. He was in Beetlejuice. I mean, he was in The Nightmare Before Christmas. If you see him, boom. So there's the connections there. So that was the reason for Tim Burton. For Kevin Smith, it's just that he has also, like Tarantino, you know, put, like, you know, nails, cigarettes in there or, you know, his other little intricate character. So I figure that, you know, Tarantino was the start of something, com you know, compendium-wise that I put a lot of time and effort into. And I, I have put a lot of time and effort into the Kevin Smith one, too. So that might be actually the first one I go with other than Tim Burton. All right. So his, so Fantastic. Jack Skellington, his version of uh, what's-his-name's car and uh, and uh, See You Next Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. But except that it's been a main character. Yeah. Okay. More or less. Who was it with the car? It's... Um, yeah, I'm forgetting, too. Uh, so this is why I have to go back and watch these, because I haven't watched them in so long. Uh, Army of Darkness. Um, Sam Raimi? Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Right, right. His car. He has a car that shows up in almost every movie he does. I had no idea about this. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing with Tarantino. That fucking you one car, that car is in like the same you know like car. the same movie back to back. It was back. the car from Evil Dead 2, that blue one that shows up in every... The big yeah, that's the same one. That's what Uncle Ben gets shot in. That's exactly right. That's when Uncle Ben gets killed in. It's yep. a brown one, I think. Never is it brown? That. I think it was in all, uh, both Spider-Man. Yeah, it's like a faded yellow or brown. No, it's a blue. It's a blue car. I think it's blue. pale blue. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to look that up then. Yeah, it might be brown though, but it looks—it's between blue and brown I for don't sure. Know. I recall blue for some yeah. reason. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because I remember being blue and Evil Dead. Yeah, yes, because it stood out from the brown of, of the wood. Makes sense. Great, and yeah. we have to watch them all now, or I'll just watch the YouTube. And now I can't remember. See next Tuesday. See next Wednesday. See next Wednesday. I think you might be right. I think that's the one the witch pukes on. But you are a see you next Tuesday. How about them apples? All right, gentlemen, let's get some news out there. But first, it's the news you don't give a shit about. Andy, I missed you. 
Yes, you do. I looked over there for a second. I thought you were wearing a kilt, and I was like, oh, good. Oh, no. <laughs> if I was wearing a kilt, you'd love to see my nuts. <laughs> well news played. You news you don't give a shit about. Uh, Universal and Imagine Entertainment have acquired the rights to Anne Rice's The Vampire Chronicles series. The acquisition encompasses the entire body of existing and future novels in the series, including the adapted screenplay written by Rice's son, Christopher Rice, for Tale of the Body Thief, <laughs> which Imagine optioned two years ago. There are 13 books in the main series, with another, Prince Lestat, hitting shelves this October. All right, gentlemen, wait for it. You knew it was coming. Alex Kurtzman and Roberto Orsi oh. will produce <laughs> the films based on the book series. Which centers on an 18th century French nobleman turned vampire. First now, off, okay. why, why everything is going okay. into their lives? Oh, oh, first of all, no, I'm no, gonna... dude, look. First off, he got even when he first said the names, he got stereo disdain. <laughs> yeah, Paul shook his head. No, I went and <laughs> threw my microphone away. Dude, that that's horrible. Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, I was gonna say I would question this validity of the this article because. Curtsy, uh, Kurtzman and Orsi. Curtsy. Yeah. I like Curtsy. <laughs> Curtsy. <laughs> Curtsy. Curtsy and Ortsman. Um, they have just Curtsy recently Ortsman. gone through a professional split. They, uh, really? they are no longer yes. writing partners. Right. Uh, so they, they've gone, both gone off to do separate things as separate writers. So that is true. I'm, I'm wondering if this is more uh, like a producing type thing, like through their their produce, production company, KO Paper Products. They still share a car. Yeah, and either way, either way, <laughs> the dream one. team here is. But uh, back no, together. I'm just. I'm like. That's why I'm saying. I'm. I. I. I think that might be somebody speculating that they're going to write it, or that might be an old news article somebody's rehashing. No, I said they will produce the films. Oh, okay. No. They, they can produce it together. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're right. I don't give a shit about that. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the, way, the first book. I was thinking, I mean, the disdain that we gave you when I threw my mic to the left and Paul just like shook his head and he's staring at you. Fact checked, Andy is staring at you like you just murdered his firstborn. It's well, their name comes up every week with some new project every week. And it's you. Nobody has a plate that large. Nobody. Only Paul. Look at him. He, he needs like he needs a, a power nap. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about the Terminator reboots has released a title thanks to a Facebook <laughs> post. This is so, a title put, this is so put out by Arnold Schwarzenegger over the weekend. The title is Terminator Genesis. But give this the spelling, yeah. pal. Uh, Genesis is spelled J E N I S Y S. Is her name Jen? Is this going to be like a female you're, Terminator? You're not making it better or worse. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> Jen, yeah, it's, it's, I'm uh, a journalist uh, for a reason. I ask the hard-hitting questions. Yeah. Hello, I'm the Terminator. I'd like you to meet my sister Jennifer. Genesis. She is my sister. Oh, God. Say hello, Genesis. Jenny Sis. Get hello. Genesis. I'm Genesis, the Terminator girl. <laughs> I'm the girl like the one that was before that was cool, but I'm better now because I'm Austrian. And she's yeah. here to pump you up. No, too well easy. played. Not going for it. <laughs> too easy? No, me. I, I, I was going to. Yeah, okay. I'm letting it fall. All right. Like, I'm like Paul. <laughs> Are you on a rhyming kick? I. Uh, what do you think? Of Slick. course. I'm a Terminator. Click. Slick. 
Tominator. Oh, boy. <laughs> Suddenly everyone's Zetra again. Carry on, sir. News you don't give a shit about. Hey, we're having a good time. Oh, my God. This Somebody is, what, is. This is 249. <laughs> Last year, Discovery got on the Internet's bad side by presenting a fictional story about a fictional search... <laughs> Oh, Jesus. For a fictional megalodon shark, uh, they are continuing their shady pseudoscience practices, and io9 is reporting that they're misleading scientists to get interviews for their fake Shark Week documentaries. Uh, the story outlines how Discovery got shark researcher Jonathan Davis to appear in a 2013's Voodoo Shark, a fake documentary that was... Voodoo edit- Shark? Yeah. Jonathan Davis, the singer of Corn. Uh, if... If only, but no. The uh, fake documentary that was edited to look like Davis was in a race with a local fisherman to catch Runan, a cryptid shark that supposedly lives in the Louisiana bayou. Runan? That's what it's called. Yeah, that's my name. Don't go wearing it out, no. (laughs) They They asked unrelated questions and edited his answers to fit the narrative of the film, essentially putting his credibility at risk to push a false narrative. This type of thing shouldn't sound too surprising to anyone familiar with reality television. It's the exact same model. Uh, shoot enough footage of people talking. You can edit them to say whatever you want. Yeah, you got some bad juju there for sure. Be careful there. I'm Runanda, the gumbo shrimp king, <laughs> the gumbo shark. Hey, I tell you what. I went down to Bourbon Street. I'll say, hey, hey Runan, don't be yeah. talking about shrimp. I'm, my name's Bubba. I'm Bubba the, the shrimp, shrimp king. All right, I'm a shark, though. <laughs> I went and I said, uh, "Give me some beads," and they didn't have none. I was like, oh, "Okay," I went back home. Boy, I'm tired. <laughs> you are so tired. You, you are tired. And, oh and, my god! And uh, there's nothing on you that I want to throw beads at. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come on, show, throw some beads at Runan. You have more. <laughs> I'll show you some fin. Oh no, no, please don't. Do we have any sugar we can just like, mainline into him? You know what it is? I haven't eaten anything today. You should eat something. Really. Yeah, I sort of—I could have swore you were going to get something. Somebody like hand the man a hot pocket. It is, but I'm not hungry. I'll a get great combination. I get some. Hey, there's later. some red vines around. I had McDonald's too late last night. It threw me into a tizzy. So bad. It's just so. You bad. weren't finished. A fit of passion. No, a fit of a fit of a fit of splashing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which, speaking of Shark Week, did anybody catch last week? Uh, Comedy Central did Shark Week. Did they actually oh, no. do Shark yeah. Week? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they had they had uh, featured several episodes of South Park with featuring you know the boys and Pooping. and poop and and other stuff. I love it. Were there any owls? There was no sharding owl. No. Damn no it. poop. No sharding owl. No poop. But uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. They had uh, the, the episode where Cartman discovers the brown note, and then they had one that I had not seen before. The brown note. Where uh, <laughs> I guess Cartman discovers that Arby's horsey sauce in certain levels will trigger uh, sharding in <laughs> any person. And I guess he hits Mr. Mackey up with one that's fairly heavily loaded with, with Arby's horsey sauce. And he's literally flying across the room. It's like coming out his pant legs. It's shooting him up to the ceiling and shooting him across the room. It was, I was laughing so freaking oh, hard. It was, mm. it was ridiculous. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds awesome. Uh, going back to the story, the difference is that Shark Week was seen as a scientific endeavor initially, so 
people are more likely to believe what they're seeing. The io9 story also shows how Discovery has not abandoned the practice for the upcoming Monster Hammerhead show. They tricked Shed Aquarium postdoctoral research associate Christine Stump into being interviewed by giving her a description for a very different documentary than the one she'll be appearing in which boasts that it, quote, explores a legendary hammerhead shark that has been patrolling Florida's shores for the past 60 years, unquote. Stump was what, Stump? for a long time. Uh, sometimes, really, weekends are the trouble times. I got to get these kids out of here. Well, we got a sign that says clearly right there, no, no, no bonfires, but I tell you, as soon as school's out, it's bonfires every weekend. I don't know. Anyway, Shark Patrol... Uh, been working with the company about 60 years almost. Uh, should be retiring soon, but it's kind of in me. You know what I mean? I, I, get, I get a routine. Hey, old I man, wake up real early, and the uh, wife makes me a tuna sandwich, which is just tuna. <laughs> uh, and then uh, you know, I, I go to work. Uh, some days I don't mind it, really. Some days I don't mind patrolling the beach. Some days the sand gets but, in but, me, but though. Tell me about the time you actually saw the hammerhead. All right, well, I am the hammerhead. So, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm the hammerhead patrolling the beach. That's what I do. So oh, I was timing. quite... I, I misunderstood that. So, okay, so you are I'm in a fact hammer, the shark. I'm a hammerhead shark. So he sees so the we, hammerhead we have actually found day. the shark. We, the, the show is uh, over. We're done. We've won. Sure, you win. Great. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm just waiting on my pension. What the <laughs> fuck are you guys talking about right now? Well, eventually, uh, the tide comes in, and once in a while, I find neat things. I uh, found this rock. This was, uh, yeah. It's not like you know, it's not like most sea rocks. So what was, that so was different? That was, huh? What was so different? It was real shiny. Ah. I, 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 I hate to be the one to break it to you, sir, but that is, in fact, a turd. A what? A turd. Oh. It's a blood turd. Gross. I'm uh, I'm gonna go up here in this. I got this little uh, crow's nest. I call it. And I got a crow up there, and um, I watch the beach, and then I, you know, I can only stay up there a few minutes before I gotta get back in the water, or I'll die. I feel really sad for this shark now. <laughs> I know. Really. <laughs> well, I've been patrolling the beach for sixty years. It's not easy. Uh, like I said, it's mostly punk kids on the weekends. Well, when you're and a shark then, trying uh, to act like. It's fact, check Danny. It yeah. takes a toll on you. Sand, yeah. <laughs> Once in a while, you know, you old to, shark. I got a guy drove his truck on here to the beach a couple weeks ago. That was that was a that was exciting. Yeah, that was about now, as exciting as it gets. <laughs> if it was a shark that was more like old boy, that'd be good. What? An old boy shark? Old boy shark. Like the plot of old boy? Yeah. Redone with a shark. shark? Yeah. Why the fuck not? <laughs> Why not? Ruin everything, Hollywood. <laughs> Did you just refer to Andy as Hollywood? Yep. <laughs> Hollywood. Your name is no longer fact check. It's Hollywood. Oh, fact check, Hollywood Andy. Andy. Research associate Stump was told the film would focus on actual research goals and challenges of real shark, shark researchers. Uh, they failed to mention the mythical monster in the... The whole thing. By the way, in that whole thing that you said, the only things, the only word I remember is credibility. Yeah, that's the only word I remember, and obviously, it's so disappointing. Yeah, yeah, I kind of hate these people in no. the face. Yeah. Do they know the word credibility? Do they know how to spell it? Not let alone know what it means. It's gotten to the point where, like, the only thing with any science content on it anymore is MythBusters. Yeah, I mean, Cosmos, right? Well, Cosmos, no, but not, Cosmos is doing Shark Week. Yeah. Jeff, wow, there's okay. more science content in my turds than there is on this show. <laughs> on Discovery Channel. On Discovery Channel. I'm, right yeah, now. I'm just it's it just baffles my mind. It's like they've it's like they've discovered that 
anything that they do pales in comparison to just doing reality TV. So it's like they've just sold out and decided that's what they're going to do from now on. This is all it's, television ever was. Nah. All television. I mean, the History Channel used to have. If you want a pillow? Yeah, History yeah. Channel's done the same thing too. It's just. I'm trying to remember. Is Ice Road uh, Truckers on History Channel or is it on Discovery? <laughs> I think it is on History Channel. I think it's Channel. on History Channel. Yeah, I know, right? Right. <laughs> and we were just speaking of the History Channel. Were we? Which would never yeah, is. Yeah, with what, the Houdini what's thing. Duck, what's Duck Dynasty on? The History Channel. Uh, uh, that is on the uh, Homophobia Channel. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a lot of those. <laughs> Duck Dynasty, get out of here. I don't here. remember that being on Fox News. You're right. I'm uh, so glad da, 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 everybody da, da. said Duck Dynasty and didn't look my direction since I cut my beard off. <laughs> Be glad for that. We don't equate you with this. No, but the, dude, when I had the beard, I'd walk down the street and like we random said duck, would not go. schmuck. <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! Drink some more of the coke, there, Paul. Yeah, I'm, I'm working kidding. on it. Suck that, that down. That's the Paul I'm looking for. Drink more. And uh, we don't care if it's Morgan's Coke. You keep drinking it. God, yeah. if I known you were going to be this down, I'd have brought a gallon of sweet tea from Cane's. Oh, I should have. Stopped and gotten sweet tea. Weekend Geek! Yay. Here we go. Okay, before we start that. <laughs> Your list? Now I got one more on here that's quick. You, you brought shield. a list. Well, I, I've already covered a couple of them, but the, uh, and, uh, my, and I, I'm not going to get into the Howard the Duck thing because that'll take all night. Okay. Goddamn people have not known how Howard Duck is. Um, no, The Shield. Um, I had to look it up because I wasn't sure if it was still that way. It apparently isn't, but uh, the Captain, Captain America, America Shield, shield? is, uh, was, for the longest time, was, uh, was a... Uh, uh, was uh, vibranium and antimatium. Okay. Yeah. Now, the, now of course, it's, you know, the complicated uh, retcons and what it's all. I, I can't even follow what the hell's going on. I was looking at the Wikipedia entry, and it's all over the place. But I yeah. don't know what you said. The Wikipedia <laughs> entry. I was looking at the Wikipedia entry. <laughs> still vibranium entry. now. Is it a hybrid still? It was a... Uh, hybrid's not the right word. No, it's, it's still a, vibranium uh, it's now. A, uh, composite? No, composite's not the right word either. But that's that what you're talking about. But yeah, we, it's an alloy. Alloy. That's the that's word I'm looking it. for. Alloy. Axis and alloys. Yes, but I don't think That's it is a anymore. Really I think boring it's, game. Uh, or or it's not actually adamantium. It's proto adamantium. Ah, it's bizarre. It's now you're uh, just making shit up. No, it's a look up the Wikipedia thing. It's gone crazy. So, but for, but about, for about thirty years. This I can't believe you didn't know Howard the Duck. I knew who Howard the Duck was. Not talking Howard the Duck. Hey, I knew who Howard the Duck was. I'm the one that mentioned it. But you mentioned the damn t- movie, not the brilliant comic. The comic. Yeah. No, I said it was a comic. Then it was a movie. <laughs> Weekend Geek, of course, GamesCon is taking place as we speak. That's basically European E3, where right. they unveil the next set of new games. They didn't unveil at E3. Right. It'd be E4. So, yeah, E4. <laughs> First person E3 surrenders. and a half. It'd be the European Electronic Entertainment <laughs> Expo. <laughs> E4. I got you. I got you. All right. Just I, want to make sure everybody's on the same page. Ein Drei. That's what it is. Ein Drei. Ein Drei. <laughs> Uh, so Microsoft held its Gamescom Xbox press conference. It was in uh, Cologne, Germany. Did they uh, surrender? Uh, not yet. Turds. Not yet. They Give la- up. They laid Give out the up. roadmap. Give up the ghost. Idiot. A roadmap. Here's, here's Here we the, go. Here's the highlights. Uh, Xbox One. <laughs> oh, stinky poo. Yeah, we'll be in 29 new markets this year, including many in Europe starting September. Uh Get excited. We're going to Fe- offer this piece of shit to people who really don't want it. We've already put it in the markets where people might even possibly be interested. <laughs> now, those who don't even know what the fuck it is get a chance to ignore it. Yeah, we heard you, gamers. We heard you. FIFA 15 will have exclusive content on the Xbox platforms. 
Fecal 15. EA Access customers can play FIFA early on Xbox One. That shit's failure. That's that whole subscription service. That's EA subscription service. Fail. It's which, failing wildly already. Which, well, interestingly, well, it's not like, official. It's still in beta. So. Yeah. Uh, I just just exactly I what I fails. said last week with the whole sports things. A lot of sports gaming fans are excited about this because they get not only, you know, they get the new version of the game every year, you know, FIFA 14, Madden, etc. Not only do they get that, but they get early access. So they get to play it weeks before it's in the stores. So again, it's it's for a specific crowd. It's not for the crowd that's in this room, obviously. But what are you trying to say? I'm just saying that this is a program that while we wouldn't necessarily jump on board, there is a huge demographic of gamers that will jump on board this. Boo earns that, you know, I really don't the want sports gamers. Successful. I don't want this to be the new. Well, but paradigm. Look, but look at the model that they did for this. They made it about all of these sports games that come out every single year sure. with a new iteration. So, of course, that demographic is going to buy into it hook, line, and sinker because they buy the next Madden every year. They buy the next FIFA. They buy the next, you know, 2K whatever. 2K whatever. It's in the game. <laughs> as, as much as we may, you know, There's not, that guy not that be plays in, that game, maybe. Look at him. He looks just like he does in real life. Kind of, sort of. What does he do? I don't know. 2K. Oh, the, Look the, at the ball You really should have got your point out before right the, the, the coke sank in. You know, it, it, it doesn't matter. Take I never control. get my point all You're the way the through before I get cut you off. You got your point out twice, maybe four times. <laughs> your point is gamers like uh, 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 sports, sports gamers. gamers like it. Other people don't. Hold that caffeine. Four that times. The caffeine. Four times. Four times. Which I had video for this. Four times. He looks manic. Hey, uh, hold on. I found I found uh, I found my list that I was supposed to talk about during Weekend Geek. Well, that, well, you missed it. Can you can you no that list? No, you missed I can it. Look at it. We're Carry doing on. Gamescom now. Carry on. I'll look at this. <laughs> uh, blues like and bullets. One? I do. <laughs> Cuphead, Funk of Titans, Ghost of a Tale, Goat Simulator, Lovers in a Dangerous Time, No Time to Explain, Plague Incorporated, Evolve, Smite. Slash dot space engineers spectra threes. These are all a whole bunch of indie titles that are. I was going to ask if that was a list or if you got Tourette suddenly. What the hell was that? It's a bunch of random words. Cuphead is the, the is the, a cool cartoon one. The goat simulator thing I, I is like wildly popular yeah. on the yep. PC gaming platform. Do you ever watch it on Twitch? I have seen goat it, yeah. simulator. You ever watch it? Goat, goat simulator. Seen it yet? Okay. Goat no. simulator. It's basically just Grand Theft Auto as a goat. Basically, yeah. yeah, you're a goat, and you, your goal is to create havoc in this this like. Dude, city. I want to play this. It's really entertaining. The to funny watch. thing it about it funny. is it's highly moddable, and people do all kind of crazy mods on it. I've seen like whale simulator, <laughs> oh jeez, and all kind of crazy shit. It's dumb. You know it, they can't come fun. to the clubs here. The whales, <laughs> certain kinds of whales. Microsoft claims that hundreds of developers are working on games for the platform. Claim away, liar faces. Call of Duty Advanced Warfare is launching on November 7th in Europe. A special bundle that offers a one terabyte hard drive and the game will sell for $500. What? For the Xbox One, huh? Yeah. The game or the unit Both. itself? Get the you whole get thing. a terabyte hard drive and the game. $500? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's outrageous. That's actually quite a cheap. No. 500 for a terabyte Xbox One? Not for No, for a terabyte hard drive? Oh. You can use external drives on that Xbox One, right? It's uh, an all-new Xbox, painted in the colors, 
with the game, oh, like edition, and a one it's terabyte. It's a system as well. Yes. Okay, there. Okay. It's a system package. I was like, what? That's what I said. <laughs> well, I, I, you did not say you said a terabyte hard drive. I well, thought I said this a terabyte a hard drive. system. That's what I said. Okay. The word system. Your mom's a system. Probably the biggest news out of the uh, Xbox wow. conference. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider will be an Xbox One exclusive. And oh, will, people are just crying. It will launch on holiday 2015. Uh, Frontier Development's next game is a roller coaster game exclusive for the Xbox One and Xbox 360. It's called Scream Ride. will launch in spring 2015 for both platforms. Uh, Frontier developed a number wait, of wait, the wait, roller wait, coaster wait. tycoon titles for various platforms. Okay, so you're building roller coasters. Yes. Okay, it's not just like riding it. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> We've run out of ideas. <laughs> we can't ride them anymore. I, I Did you ever play Roller Coaster play, Tycoon, Andy? The playability in that would be pretty pretty short. Have you ever played Roller Coaster Tycoon? I don't. I have not, no. They're <laughs> wonderful games. Okay. I don't know. Press this X to scream if you want to go faster. <laughs> but I, I, I have ridden roller coasters. Have you? Yes. Well, you've lived the virtual life. I was life. a ride operator, my friend. <laughs> what did you operate? You I operated the Cyclone. At the no, it was a rebuild. It was a it was built based on a cyclone at uh, Riverside Park, which is now Six Flags over New England. Okay, because I've been on the Six Flags Cyclone in Cali. Is that the original? No, the original one's in Coney Island. Well, okay, all right. So, but the cyclone, all right. It was probably very similar to the one in Cali. Yeah, they're all kind of they're great. The Woody, yep, shakes the shit out of you. Yep, rattle them teeth. We had a there was a corner of it where you know people you know shit would come out of people's pockets and so people would say I dropped it on that hill and we'd go over and you know call on the radio and it's like uh, go over and look over under Leona's leap to see if it's over there because this guy named Leona was his last name like the first month it was open undid all the safety belts and hit the first cylinder wee and went up in the air and came <laughs> back down <laughs> he didn't die he didn't die no oh, really no he landed on the superstructure. Crotch first. Oh. Oh. Wow. That's barely than He just there wishes that he day? was dead after that. Yeah. Were you there that day? I know. That was before I worked there. That was before I worked there. Interesting. But that, but, but, but that corner had the name. That was, was by the employees, was quietly named after him. Sure. <clears throat> it's a great name, too. Yeah. Did you just go into that corner after every day just to see what we weren't really supposed to be down there. We'd send the, the maintenance guys we were supposed down to be down there. That, shit. That's how I made But there fortune. were rides. What was the, oh, that's the, uh, what the hell was the ride? We were supposed to go down there, but that's how millionaires get made. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I did. There, I'm trying to remember. There was, there was a ride that was just, it just basically spun and then went up and down. And that thing just sucked shit out of people's pockets. I know her. Yeah. <laughs> I know her. She spins. She goes up and down, sucks shit out of your pockets. <laughs> She's the Sapphire. You and catch her on Wednesdays. <laughs> That's your mom? <laughs> no, she didn't go up and down. <laughs> <laughs> she spins, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your mom. She's no spinner. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft confirmed Cheers, that Andy. a white Xbox bundle is in the works and will be, released, be a white Xbox bundle. released in tandem with Sunset Overdrive. The bundle will feature a white console, digital copy of the game, and more for $399.99. Halo, the Master Chief Collection, so close. will contain Halo Nightfall, a live-action show by Ridley Scott. Oh, yuck. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Halo Nightfall. <laughs> Halo Nightfall? That Enjoy. so dumb. <laughs> Ridley, what are you doing, man? At night, when I get home, I turn off the lights, and I let night fall on my helmet that I never take off. 
but I put rags on. I hated that preview for the Halo 5. Did you see that dumb shit no, I didn't two years see ago? Oh, oh, you mean the walking now. through the desert? Walking through the desert with a fucking <laughs> rag on his head. <laughs> and then the wind blows it off. And it's like, oh, it's Master Chief. That is the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever seen. He was wearing a hood. It wasn't a rag. Well, a, a protective <laughs> hood for his protective helmet. Right, he was wearing a rag, but it was a rag. It was a raggy old, like, like burlap sack hood. Yeah. It doesn't get any dumber than that. That tells me everything I need to know about that fucking game. So what's the name of this game here? It's called no, no, this Master one. Chief Rag... Rag wearing. Rag. Doing the Master Chief rag. Is it a Halo? <laughs> That's what it was. That's exactly what it was. I'm walking through the desert. Who Everybody. could I be? You'll never guess. You'll never know. Whoosh. Hey, look, it's me. It's the Master Chief, and I'm wearing a rag. Had y'all fooled from the start. Master Chief, and I'm wearing a rag. Hope I don't cut a big fart. Because I'm Master Chief, and I'm wearing a rag. You'll never know. It's me, Master what the Chief, fuck and I'm wearing was in that a rag. Coat. What the fuck could it be? What a stupid idea for a video game. We're already this far down. Five fucking titles, and now I gotta wear a fucking rag like a clown. I've already got a suit of armor that keeps my temperature set. Why the fuck would I wear a goddamn rag while I'm walking through the desert? I'm Master Chief, and I'm wearing a rag. Master Chief, and I'm wearing a rag. Master Chief, and I'm wearing a rag. This game's gonna blow. I'm Master Chief and I'm wearing a rag. Master Chief and I'm wearing a rag. Master Chief and I'm wearing a rag. If you pre-order Halo 5, you've no one to blame except your stupid own fucking self. Cause I'm Master Chief and I'm wearing a rag. This game's gonna blow. Can I ask One you more something? time. He's no. back. <laughs> Can I ask you something? I what, like was, I sh- what was in that Coke you drank? I don't know. I feel like I should go get him a megaphone right now so he gets <laughs> in the, the megaphone. The famous bulb powered by Morgan's Coke. You forgot to say thank you at the end of the song. Thank you. Thank you, Microphone. Thank you. Thank you very much. Microsoft so also... Oh, please. It, yeah. So is this, is this a Night Vale-based Halo game? Because I'd love to see that. That I could get behind entirely. <laughs> Just not so much. Uh... Microsoft also announced the Halo channel. Yes, an, sure. An all-purpose Halo destination for Xbox One and Windows PC owners. Uh, Microsoft confirmed Halo 5 Guardians beta will take place December 29th through January 18th on Xbox One. The remastered version of Halo 2 in the collection will contain the classic Sanctuary map. The Halo 5 Guardians beta will offer participants seven maps, three game modes, and 11 weapons. Some of the items unlocked in the beta for the game will carry over to the retail release. Uh, finally, pre-ordering and pre-loading for Xbox One will be available on Xbox One this year when Forza Horizon 2 and FIFA 15 launch. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, you want to watch the Halo channel? Nope. Uh, it's well, back in. The, the Halo That's cha- the only part that they kept. They kept so the they ha- scrapped every bit of the Xbox Entertainment division except for Halo, which is now going to just be just te- like Ford Unto Dawn was not terrible. That had a few redemptive qualities. Did you see that? That one? was I, that I was that was Ridley Scott's company that did that. All right, that's okay, but it wasn't great. 
and I don't want to watch any more of it. And they're going to just keep shoving it down our throats. And who cares? They don't. The, the problem with uh, the Halo um, universe and the Halo mythos is the same thing that befell the Matrix. It's like a riddle after a riddle after a riddle. It's like, oh, there was the. Oh, it was always the. What, who were the first guys? The, the flood founders. The, well, first you're after you're after. Who's the first bunch? The the, the just the the mouthy guys, and the little guys. They're called runts. Are the little guys the covenant? Covenant. covenant. So you got the covenant first. It's like oh, the covenants are the big bad. Oh no, wait. There's people controlling the covenant. The founders. Oh, but wait. There's people that control the founders. The grave mind and the flood. Oh, but who started the grave mine and the flood? The progenitors. What they're called? The pro, the. I don't know. You've gotten several. It's, it's I getting, bowed out after you've three. Gotten, yeah. You've gotten several past me here. It yeah. get, see, it gets fucking stupid. It's a whole who made the aliens kind of thing. You know? It's just dumb. Which makes sense that Ridley Scott would be a part of it with uh, the, yeah, no, Prometheus. Yeah. It, it's, it's in his wheelhouse. That's for fucking sure. But doesn't make it any better. No. Ugh, the mythos is done. They drove Cortana insane last one. They've done no. everything they can with that. Oh, yeah. I mean, she Yeah, well, so does Master Chief, but they can't just bone and be done with it because then, uh, fuck it, whatever. I don't even know. I don't bow care. Bow, wow. I it was it was a chore to beat Halo Four. I did not enjoy the last two hours of that game at all. It was not fun. They, they took the fun out of that fucking game. They made it a bunch of fetch quest bullshit. Really? Oh, it's just not a fun game. Uh, Reach was good. That's the last good one. That was the last one I played. You and got and out even, at the right you, time. And even then, I was tired of it. Yeah, I'll never get another one. It's done. Well, unless they really turn it around. But this uh, three, f- three, four, five industries, whatever. Three, eight, four, five, three, three four, four. Yeah. Three, three, one, one is done. Three, eleven studios is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I finished Bioshock this week, by the way. Original Bioshock? Yep, I did. It was fun. <laughs> Welcome to the new millennium. I'll bring it back next week. <laughs> I like video games, especially the kind that you can wind up and play. Oh, yeah. Wait, a wind up one still? I want that. Yep. I got me a wind up video game. I'm old fact check Andy. <laughs> Sony held its Gamecom PlayStation press briefing as well. Detailing some of the games and new features coming to PlayStation 4 this year and into 2015, Sony opened its Gamecom press briefing by revealing that the install base for PS4 has exceeded 10 million globally. Why did that make you giggle? Because I heard him say press briefing. I know he didn't say that. (laughs) I might have. Press briefing. My beef is strong. You know what? There'd be a lot of video game journalists that would be really happy to get a press briefing. From Sony instead. <laughs> hey guys, we're gonna let you skip our briefing and go right to the beefing. What do you say? <laughs> what do you say? It's all ground Chuck. Come on over here and get some beefing. Poor Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, Q Games. Dylan Cuthbert took to the stage to announce the game Tomorrow's Children, exclusive to PlayStation Four. Tomorrow's Children. Where is your past? <laughs> Tomorrow's children, how long will you last? Oh, yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow's children. Today is ear. <laughs> Today is ear? Yeah, that's how you say it. Okay. <laughs> well, that they, was Ziggy Marley. Was it? Tomorrow People was the actual song. Oh, okay. Don't know it. 
You I, I, I do know it, but see Ziggy Marley yeah. and the Whalers. I didn't know that's why he was singing. <laughs> <laughs> touche, touche. <laughs> I'm very familiar with that song. Was that your attempt at it? <laughs> I know that tune well. <laughs> Is that your as- assumption of how it sounds? Is that what it sounds like to you? Is that what it sounds like to you? I've got a clue for you. You're fucking wrong. Dean Hall announced that the survival shooter DayZ will be coming to PlayStation 4. Uh, Ninja Theory, the makers of Heavenly Sword and Enslaved, will be bringing a sequel to Heavenly Sword to the PS4 called Hellblade. (gasps) Man, that's like the opposite of a Heavenly Sword. (laughs) Tequila Works' (laughs) cel-shaded world of rhyme was shown briefly and is PlayStation exclusive. (laughs) Wesley Willis song. (laughs) I have me a Heavenly Sword. I traded it in for a Hellblade. It took me on a wild Hellblade. All I had was a Hellblade left. I had a heavenly sword. Now all I got is a Hellblade. That is so Willis. I I had a heavenly sword. Now all I got is a Hellblade. Wesley Willis. It sounds nothing like tomorrow, people. (laughs) Fact check got on my nerves. You were giving me a crap. Running me about. I kick fact checks ass. I kick fact checks ass. I kicked fact checks ass. I whooped fact checks ass. Now that's all I know, and it sounds like it. It's good. I whooped fat checks ass. And for you other 90%, look up Wesley Willis. Oh my God. So have you seen that parody video that I put up? Oh my God. So Wesley Willis. An amazing. There's a there's a documentary out there called The King of Rock and Roll. What what a character! What a character! This guy. Um, he just would create these insane little ditties on his on his Casio. Look up Wesley Willis. Check it out. Um, I whoop Batman's ass is one of his my finer, finer songs. Yeah. I, rock and Roll McDonald's is still the number it's one. Pretty for me, up but there too. They're all great. But I whoop Batman's ass. Did you see the remake somebody did? They used footage from The Dark Knight Rises. Really? <laughs> oh, it's oh, perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. I want to pa- pause this real quick. You've got to see it. <laughs> no, You've got to see it. Show no. me after. Well, show me after. It afterwards. See it show me oh, afterwards. We paused right. it once. We're going to watch it on, uh, on the big TV. Yes. You're going to lose your fucking shit. And I look forward it's to that. It's so goddamn <laughs> perfect. Whoever made that parody, just kudos all day forever. <laughs> Forever awesome. So good. <laughs> Several indie titles were shown off in the sizzle reel, including Snow, Dreamfall Chapters, Paper Ple- Papers, Please. Uh, I love Papers, Please. I watch that game a lot. Uh, Ether One, Nom Nom Galaxy, and other games. Activision CEO Eric Hirschberg talked about Destiny on PS4, including the fact that PlayStation 4 players get the Exodus blue map first. Two expansions are in the works, with the first one, The Dark Below, launching for everyone in December. Uh, Next, more info on Far Cry 4 co-op play on PS4 and PS3 was revealed. Cooperative play will require the, quote, keys to Kyrat. The PS3 and PS4 players will get 10 keys to invite friends in, which will give them two hours of co-op each without having to own the game. Uh, next, Sony revealed SharePlay. That's actually kind of a cool concept. And SharePlay actually goes a little further with that. Uh, this, this allows PlayStation Plus members 
to let their friends play games with them, even if they don't own them and they don't have to download anything. They described it as a virtual couch. Uh, no doubt this type of co-op is made possible through the technology acquired when it purchased Gaikai. Uh, Sony offered details on how PlayStation TV will let consumers pair their PS4 with a second television in the home. And the system will launch in Europe in November 14th for 99 euros. So Sony said that its VR tech, Project Morpheus uh, Virtual Reality, is playable on the Gamescom show floor. And the rest of the presentation was spent showing off and discussing games like uh, Drive Club, Tearaway, Until Dawn, Bloodborne, Paradox, Interactive's Hollow Point, Volume, Shadow over Mordor, uh, Wine, and, and more. So I actually watched that one beginning to end. I'm like, I was I was awake for it, so I'm like, all right, I'll watch it. Those all those all sound like <laughs> concepts that are actually nice and cool and actually make me want to be involved in games as opposed to the stuff where you don't own your games and all the other evil shit they've been don't in the last the couple hype, years. Yo. Yeah, we'll see how it works out. It sounds nice in you know presentation form, but so did the, you know the Xbox One and areas and connect. I don't know about this. I finished Bioshock, though. <laughs> Once again, the Marvel brand has asserted its dominance over DC. Warner Brothers announced that the highly anticipated uh, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice has been moved. The film will no longer go head-to-head with Marvel's Captain America 3 on May 6, 2016. Good call, idiot. Somebody blinked. Instead, the former will open March 25th, way ahead of the summer rush. The March release date will give Batman v Superman plenty of breathing room at the box office. Warner Brothers also revealed a list of nine upcoming release dates spanning up to 2020. The titles will that will go with that remains a mystery. They whoop Batman's ass! <laughs> it really is a high-stakes game of chicken. And I think Marvel won. <laughs> Andy, <laughs> I I would care about that if you didn't say that about almost everything. <laughs> We're in line at the grocery store, and this lady has ten items, and and he and Andy has three, and they're both going for the checkout at the same time, and 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 you know they kind of just eye each other, and he's like, "Well, this really is a high stakes game of chicken." Yeah, it's just every <laughs> everything's a high stakes game, especially whenever I take Andy to KFC. As mm. Before he orders, he's <laughs> like, you know, this really is a high stakes game of chicken. Oh yeah, and I'm like, yeah. Well, well, it is if you consider it's like, are you gambling with uh with your incontinence? It's like, well, yeah. yeah well, it's, like, it's also, am it was, I gonna get the shits from eating at KFC, or am I gonna yes. be okay? Hey, winner, the winner, chicken yes. dinner. You, uh, the stakes. answer is yes, and and the answer is uh, if you were a chicken. It's always high stakes at KFC. <laughs> According to sources speaking to Collider, Marvel is very pleased with the script for The Inhumans, written by Joe Robert Cole, who did Amber Lake. And now they're poised to take Cole's script to directors and move ahead with an adaptation of those Marvel characters. Well, hold on. Andy's losing his mind over Amber Lake. Is that what it is? It's dumb. That's why I left. I went off mic. Like I, I, I had drawn attention. I wouldn't have to say anything. A lake full of pee? No, she did Amber Lake. I don't have to do Amber Lake. Oh. She sounds <laughs> That's not dumb. Put that out there, brother. <laughs> Created in 1965. Because Amber, Lake. <laughs> Amber Lake's pregnant. <laughs> Andy and she his ain't married. Stars. Oh, my goodness gracious. Amber Lake, who done you? 
<laughs> Sounds more like a porn star name than a... Amber Lake? That's yeah. what I just said. Andy and his porn star names. <laughs> Created okay. in 1965 by Jack Kirby and Stan Lee, the Inhumans are a result of a long-ago Cree experiment to create a race of beings genetically superior to humanity. Major Inhuman characters, including Black Bolt, Medusa, Karnak, Maximus the Mad, Lockjaw, and more, have been prominent fixtures in the Marvel Universe ever since. They played a major role in last year's big Marvel Comics event, Infinity, and the Inhuman race continues to be a fixture in the delayed but still ongoing Marvel Inhumanity event. Anyone who's a longtime fan of Marvel Comics likely knows them, but the Guardians of the Galaxy, they could be considered a box office risk. Now it seems Marvel's ready to take the leap. As Collider reports, the Inhumans movie is set for one of the recently announced Marvel release dates ranging to 2019. I think you got a good chance there because most, obviously we we all know them, but I think a lot of people don't know them, just like a lot of people don't know Guardians of the Galaxy. And you come in with sort of a blank slate, but the right kind of stuff. And man, that was... It was great. Yeah, it's funny. Like, um, it's some of the most original stuff we've been seeing out of Hollywood. It's not original dust nerds. Right. But to most people, this is fresh IP. <laughs> it's like, holy shit, Hollywood's got ideas again. They don't really. They're just <laughs> culling from 40 years of comic book history. But right. it's all good. This is not a spoiler, but this is something I looked up Guardians of the Galaxy-wise. The, 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 the cassette tape that the guy has, it's important. That is apparently still running 30 years later. And the headphones he has that still look pretty good. I, I had to look it up. Both the writers were like, one was born in 70 and one was born in 80, so they don't have any real-world experience with cassette tapes and knowing that those cassettes would be long dead by now. Well, they'd be in they'd be in somewhat worse-for-wear shape probably, but not necessarily destroyed, but yeah. I had I've still got some tapes. Have you played them the same tape every day for 30 years? No, I broke my <laughs> I broke my pretty hate machine tape. I know. <laughs> I'm glad you had a tape. I did. I had it on tape. Yeah. J. Michael Straczynski is actively writing a movie script for Babylon 5 with the hopes to ramp up production in 2016. The project is reportedly a reboot of the Babylon 5 concept and not a continuation of the original series, which ran from 94 to 98. The report notes that Straczynski hopes to reuse some of the original cast members, such as Bruce Boxleitner and uh, Mira Furlan. Uh, Straczynski owns the film rights to the franchise, but he is hoping Warner Brothers, the studio that produced the original series, might be interested. If Warner Brothers doesn't bite, Straczynski aims to finance the film through his own studio's JMS. I'm really bummed. That series was on Netflix for a while, and then they pulled it, and I just started watching it. And some of it was in Terminal, but... <laughs> See, that was my next question. Is it on Netflix? Because that's when I know that you have to watch from the beginning to get it. Yeah. And yeah. I hear the, uh, like a lot did of you series watch it? first. No, oh. I did not. First season is just in. Yeah, for, it was you bad. Watch it. it was bad to the bone, but uh, I was I was gonna watch it, but then they, yeah, they pulled it, and I was so sad. I was like, oh. But man. a lot of the first season stuff is like integral to oh, the sure, later sure, sure. seasons too. So it's like, it's like if you miss that first, if you try to skip over that first season and go to the second, because it really seems when you're watching it like in order that you, when you skip over to the second season, it's like, oh, now the show is is you know got some legs and. You know, you try to think about the fact that, you know, the first season ZZ is... Top does a, does a guest appearance. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> what the hell? First is Duck Dynasty, now ZZ Top. What's your show's got legs. What's your, what's your obsession Jay with beards? Jay Drzezinski. The show's got legs. But yeah, if you do try to skip over the Last first season, whole season, then you miss a whole bunch of backstory that you got to go back and watch. You so, missed the backstory. Yeah. 
You'll have to watch it over. This show's got legs. Eight on that one lady. Because <laughs> she's an alien with eight legs. It's all right. I think we're all assuming they're all in the same creature when you started the song. We didn't know. <laughs> oh, was that it? Yeah, we we're all assuming that. <clears throat> There's a bunch of legs sticking out her fanny. That's part of the song. Is it? I miss yeah. British fanny she's or American fanny? She's got legs down to her fanny. I've never British paid attention. Fan. Yeah, it's a, she's got <laughs> legs down to her fanny. Is it down to her fanny or up to her fanny? It be up to her fanny. Up to her fanny. Is it up to her fanny? Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, yeah, the British version is very different. Up to her fanny. <laughs> if you're in England, look out for that fanny. <laughs> if you're in America, oh it's God. still a fanny. <laughs> <laughs> Those are legs. That is a fanny. <laughs> it's legs and a fanny. Legs, fanny, legs. Fanny, fanny, legs, legs. Hang in there, folks. He's trying to family guy it. <laughs> fanny, legs, legs, and fanny. Well, there's the title for the show. Fanny, 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 fanny legs, legs. <laughs> Fanny legs, legs. Why do you guys always legs, say fanny, something fanny, funny fanny. when I start drinking? It I gets close know. every time. <laughs> legs, fanny, fanny. Fanny, fanny, legs. It's like, forget chitty, chitty, bang, bang. It's fanny, episode. fanny, legs, legs. <laughs> What's fanny, fanny, legs, legs? We love What's you. What's their other <laughs> I'm afraid to turn my head too far. <laughs> oh, my. Funny, Sharp funny, dress man. Funny, funny legs like we love you. Sharp dress man and give me all your loving. You have funny, funny legs, legs. Funny, funny legs, legs. Yes, you do. Near, far, in your rear end. On funny legs, we depend. Funny, funny leg, legs. Funny, funny leg, legs. Oh, our fine four-fendered friend. Fuck that. What did you do? I'm doing something. All right. Uh, did you... Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and there was a sharp dressed man. That's him. <laughs> uh, how's that? How's Are we going that, to the cannon? How's that start? Because uh, every girl's you know that's not how it starts. There's an awful lot of ZZ Top songs. We <laughs> go on for a long time. <laughs> Clean shirt, new shoes. No, oh, yeah, that's don't. It. That's it. I got it. <laughs> Damn you, Jeff! Fanny I only wanted in the chorus. Legs, fanny legs, fanny legs. <laughs> See, you, legs, you earned this. No, fanny, I gave him. I gave him sharp dressed legs, man. Fanny, he's gone into a different song legs. altogether. You soft. You see the fanny and it's under the legs. Legs, fanny, legs, legs, fanny, fanny, legs. <laughs> that made legs, zero. fanny, no fanny, legs. Whatsoever. Legs, oh. fanny, 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 legs. Legs, fanny. Fanny legs. Yeah. Is this, legs, the, fanny, is this fanny, that fanny improv legs. rule where you keep repeating it until legs, it's funny? Legs, fanny, fanny, legs, legs, like fanny. I said, family guy. Legs, legs, fanny, 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 legs, legs. Until it's funny, Jeff. When is it funny? <laughs> that's what. I, that's the point I was trying and to make. And then the other song wasn't was, Fanny oh like no. the old vaudeville performer. <laughs> Be yes, quiet. Yeah. What was the other song? Don't act him on. <laughs> there's uh, legs. Lagrange. Then there's uh, the Torgo. Uh, <laughs> <Sleeping bag. laughs> I'm sleeping saying that because I know he doesn't know it. Oh my it. god! I don't know sleeping bag. It's a, yeah, yeah. But okay, they're what hilarious. about double back pearl necklace? I don't know any of their shit. <laughs> I know like oh I, well, of course Eagle we got Las the Vegas. tube steak boogie. Oh god! Yeah, he's right. Legs, fanny legs, legs, fanny legs, legs, fanny legs, fanny, fanny legs, legs, fanny, legs, fanny, legs, fanny, fanny, legs, fanny. She does a legs fanny 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 legs legs fanny legs fanny. fanny. No, basically, <laughs> if you want to write a hit ZZ Top song, 
just come up with a catchy tune mm-hmm. and put in placeholder lyrics of Fanny Legs, and you can make it work. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm like the way they did yesterday with scrambled eggs. Yeah, oh yeah, eggs, yeah. exactly. Fanny legs. We are so red light. Fanny legs. <laughs> fanny legs, legs, fanny, fanny legs. This is the red light, green light portion, right? So <laughs> legs, red legs, fanny, right fanny, fanny, fanny legs. Oh, fanny legs. Legs, <laughs> fanny legs. Hollywood Reporter notes that veteran actor Ed Harris mm-hmm, has signed on to star. Fanny legs. Star in a pivotal role as the man in black in J.J. Abrams' Westworld for HBO. Character described as a distillation of pure villainy. In one man. Get out of here. You know what? It definitely sounds like Johnny Cash to me. The distillation of pure villainy in one man. I never caught that in the Westworld idea. Rogue robot. Right. He's not the distillation of all evil. It's not the devil. Well, you know what? Maybe maybe it is because... Oh, I'm uh, sure sounds it like is. Abrams adaptations make some changes to the original film. Oh, no uh, the series is still expected to serve. Listen to this quote: "Dark Odyssey about the dawn of artificial consciousness and the future of sin." Unquote. Great. <laughs> so he's making it Frankenstein. Harris joins the cast already said with other stars, including Anthony Hopkins, Evan Rachel Wood, James Marsden, and several others. Uh, Crichton's original 1973 film has become a genre classic. Abrams will executive produce Jonathan Nolan, who did Persons of Interest and Dark Knight, co-wrote the pilot and is set to direct. You know what? I was joking, but now I think of it. If he makes it more like Frankenstein, that's actually a pretty good story. It almost sounds like uh, Virtuosity, the, the, the Denzel Washington and... Uh, oh, what the fuck is his name? Why well, I just too long drew a blank. Where they have the... Russell Crowe? Yeah, thank you. Where, where Russell Crowe's character is like a compilation of all of these serial killers throughout history. So he's like basically distilled evil. Sure. In a, you know, <laughs> memory module that becomes <laughs> corporeal. <laughs> what? No, I just hate these ideas. I hate these ideas. He's the distillation of all evil. There's not a gray thing about him. He's yeah. the most uninteresting villain you'll ever see. Just pure evil. But it did pull out your inner horseshack, which is good. <clears throat> My inner horseshack? Yep. <laughs> what do you mean, Mr. Carter? Hey. <laughs> I can't do a good Gabe Kaplan or a good Groucho Marx. So I'm lost. I'm sorry. What? Was Groucho on? Gabe, Welcome back? Gabe, Gabe Kaplan used to do Groucho Marx a lot on oh, that yeah, show. Oh, yeah, that's right. What was his stories about Uncle Vinny? What was it? His Uncle Who? His Uncle Lou? There were a whole bunch of different uncles. Was it always different uncles? I think so. Oh, I don't know. I think it was just one uncle. Really? I have to look that up. Yeah. Great. You get on that. I'm Gabe on Kaplan it. is a remarkable <laughs> poker player. Apparently. Um, what I... You know, I just hate the simplification of the storytelling in that way. That's all. I get it. They're making it, their villains so black and white. It's just dumb. I don't know. You won't get an argument from me. I'm reading Save the Cat now, inspired by mm-hmm. Fun and Profit. Oh, yeah. I think I'm broken now. Watching movies. Why are you doing that? You did I, it. You I did. Yourself. Well, I did, but I think I kind of wanted to at this point because they all smell the same, and now I know why. And yeah. it you see, you keep saying there's only seven stories, and I, I know I've heard that before. But I, I refuse to look it up because for the same reason, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it for According me. According to the Save the Cat guy, there's ten. Ten. Okay. Yep. Well, that's that's it. And he's not wrong. Three just end sooner than the others. Well, not well, not <laughs> stories, but movies. There's ten movies, sure. basically. Mm-hmm. 
while he's currently on screens everywhere as the face of intergalactic evil in Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Lee, Lee Pace has lined up a sci-fi thriller Prisoner of War as his next leading role. Pace joins Skyfall's uh, Berenice Marlowe and, uh, in the story of an American soldier and a French foreign aid worker who teen up in Africa amid humankind's last stand against a cataclysmic alien invasion. I can't even say it anymore. Uh, a Tina in Africa? A Tina in, a team up in Africa. A Tina in Africa is be much more interesting. Mr. I'm Tina in Africa. <laughs> Welcome to my show. Today we're going to Mozambique. Music there video and go. TV vet Joe Miale is directing Prisoner of War. Is it Tina Yothers? Yep. <laughs> I'm Tina Yothers in Africa. <laughs> Remember me Tina Yothers? Is yeah. she Amish? That's how, no, that's how I say my name. From Africa. Hey, everybody. This is Mozambique. I'm Tina Yothers, and I'd like you all to come with me on my African journey. <laughs> Tina Yothers. Tina Yothers in Africa, looking at giraffes and zebra. Tina Yothers in Africa, driving on a Jeep and going to sleep. Tina Yothers in Africa. Having lunch and then maybe a light dinner. Tina Yothers in Africa goes to swimming on the side of the beach. Tina Yothers in Africa. It's, it's Pee Wee's Playhouse in your head all the time. Isn't finding it? a cockroach. Tina Yothers in Africa. Roach. Grapes grow wild Finished? on the streets of. <laughs> That's it. Grapes go wild. Grapes go wild. Grapes grow wild. <laughs> Tina Yothers in Africa. Go, go, go. That was, that was. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles made $65 million. Shame plus. on you. Shame on you, humans. Shame on all of you. A curse on your houses. A pox on all of you. <laughs> Over its opening weekend, which was enough for Paramount to greenlight a sequel. Currently uh. scheduled for June 3rd, 2016. Bay is back as the producer, as are the writers Josh Applebaum and Andre Nemec. The film dethroned Guardians of the Galaxy, which did make a respectable $41.5 million in its, its heels second, its second week. Yeah, that's so it's pretty impressive for a second. Good weekend. for them, Guardians. Yeah. I wish they could have held it for a second week. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what, turtles. though? Lots of children are going to go see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's to their all. detriment. Yeah. Well, then I mean, not to say the first 90s Turtles movies. Yeah. They, yeah. they weren't great either. That's especially after but the first. But even as a kid, I knew they weren't good. Yeah. What that was? first movie, but the craftsmanship behind those characters, behind those... Well, yeah, um, that was Jim Henson's Creature right. Shop. Yeah. I mean, stuff. amazing, but especially for that time. But the rest of the movie was pretty shite. I mean, it was one of the first like live-action animatronic headdresses they had ever made. So, I mean, the fact that they were getting decent performances out of a completely electronic head get, headset, or head... Head. 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 Thank you. Uh, <laughs> what does everybody want? Not another sequel to the Turtles. <laughs> what does everybody need? Is, is it head you're looking for? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> everybody that's, just looked dumbfounded. That's uh, Is that, that some Al Snow reference yes. there? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Head. Al Snow, everybody. Uh, Al Snow, reference. the wrestler, everybody. That was a head reference. Yeah. Not an Al I, Snow reference. Well, he... It brought the it, head. It went right over my. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I, was, I was lost there too. I was like, huh? 
Uh, the latest data from Diamond Comic Distributors have been released. It shows that Guardians of the Galaxy spinoff Rocket Raccoon number 1 led all of the books for the month with a reported 300,000 issues. For the month, comic sales totaled $53.6 billion, the highest in the modern era since Diamond started tracking in 97. So, comics just cool. had its best week in decades. Yay. Cool. Very cool. Yay, weird raccoons. <laughs> Researchers at the Technical Institute of Denmark, that'd be DTU, will were, <laughs> were able... What is it called again? The Technical Institute of Denmark? And the initials are... DTU. DTU. That'd be the technical tissue of Hindefar. Hindefar? Yeah. DTU. The technical tissue of Hindefar. Oh, but they're on the thing there. Recurse. Well, I went down to the, I went down to get some <laughs> some fish, and I said, "Wait, I better stop at the Technical Institute, also known as the Technical <laughs> Institute of the Tirfatish." Remind me later to tell you about the great directions I got when I was in New England. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> is it as good a story as Jeff's parking tale? As if so, don't don't deprive our podcast <laughs> listeners. All right, we were. We were <laughs> We were trying to find a gift store near Lake Chagagamagan, Chagungamungan, Chagungagog, which is the shirt I'm wearing right now, and I'm I pronounced it wrong. I pronounced it wrong. It's the longest place name. Is that name. an actual? Yes, it's the longest place name in America. I'm sorry. Say it again. It's something like Lake Chagungamungan, Chagungamungan, Chagagabog, which means, <laughs> which is, means, which is nipmuc for you fish on your side, I fish on my side, nobody fish in the middle. Oh, cool. But we were trying to find the gift shop, and we're in southern massachusetts but we ended up going to a uh, convenience store where the guy was a uh, deep uh down easter from maine he goes well you you wanna you go up there the, the shop is up that way up there it's uh two intersections through there yeah 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 don't want to go through the second intersection you want to go through the second light there it's up there behind the chinese restaurant there. it's, it's uh, on the second floor and it's uh underneath the uh real estate agent but it's behind the chinese restaurant it's uh, you can't see it from the street now don't go through the second light <laughs> Once you go through the second line, you've gone he, too far. He just told you where Batman lives. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the classic Yankee, you, know, it's a, you, go up, uh, you go up the road a piece, uh, and you take a left where the oak tree used to be. <laughs> where the oak tree used to be. Yeah. Oh, you can't get that from here. Yeah. Now, the researchers were able to record a world record for info shot through a single laser, single fiber network, similar to our cumbersome commercial internet. Their landmark test achieved a stellar 43 terabits per second. That's 5.4 terabytes or 5,375 gigabytes per second. That would allow you to download more than 1,300 HD movies in a single second. So did they, did they get more stuff through the tubes or did they use bigger tubes? That they made better tubes. Better, better, well, better is, tubes, yeah. This is why we're failing. Yeah. Compared to the U.S. average fiber optic broadband internet speeds are between 10.5 and 26.7 megabits per second which let you download a one hd flick in about 50 minutes we need faster i tubes. remember back when fiber was only used to entertain hippies and these results were achieved using commercial grade equipment we had those yeah dtu's phenomenal achievement nearly doubles the previous record of 26 terabytes uh terabits sorry held by no that's terabytes held by german scientists in 2011 and released by audible the legend of drizzt the collected series, written by R.A. Salvatore, primarily made up of classic stories originally published in Forgotten Realms anthologies and Dragon Magazine, 
and featuring an exciting and eclectic cast of celebrity narrators. This is the collection that we talked about a few months ago that sent Ice-T into the tizzy. In addition to Ice-T... Oh, wait, so Ice-T didn't do the whole thing. He was just doing one piece. He just did one story. Also in it, uh, Felicia Day, Weird Al Yankovic, Sean Astin, Greg Grunberg, Tom Felton, Will Wheaton, Dan Harmon, Danny Pudi, Melissa Roche, uh, Michael Chiklis, and David Duchovny have all led their voices to the project. The wow. S- the series will be free until midnight what? on September 21st with uh, an Audible account. You can listen to pa- passages from the 18-hour oh. book on SoundCloud. Holy shit. And just to test it, I did go to Audible. I don't subscribe, and I got it for free. Nice. For the show. So grab it while you can. And this is the first thing that's made me ever interested in one of the D&D novels. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, this may be the first for me. Yeah, so go get it free. 21st of September is your last moment to do so. Savvy play, Audible. Savvy play. Right. Well played, clerks. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, see? That's another reason why I should do Kevin Smith, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could give you a couple reasons why you should do Kevin Smith. <laughs> He's fat. Got He's I'm going to keep your fantasies on your side of the room. The best. The, the reach around is prime. It's prime. Quality. You think you can reach around anything? <laughs> <laughs> At this Kevin point, Smith, it would be maybe. a challenge. Paul's not so much. It be a challenge. The contact high helps. It does. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger revealed to Yahoo on Tuesday that as early as next year, the company will begin offering more Star Wars attractions and perhaps even an entire theme park. Mm -hmm. The company is set to break ground on an Avatar attraction in the Animal Kingdom early next year. And uh, so it makes sense. Star Wars, Indiana Jones and even Marvel Rise will soon follow an inevitable suit. Uh, To quote Iger, we don't have to license from third parties. We own them all. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Is that really a quote? It's not an Indian article? You really said that? Yeah. that wow. That was just from an earlier, not for this article, but he said that in the past, yeah. yeah. Wow. He's right. Yeah. yeah, he owns your childhood. Well, I mean, yeah, they, they licensed the Indiana Jones ride for decades. Yep. Now they ain't Now got it. they don't have to. Nope. Yeah. Now it's theirs. What kind of rides are we going to see? What kind of rides? Oh, hmm. Well, hopefully no more virtual rides. Let's get some real rides. Right. So we'll see, Let's, like... What'd be a good dark ride? A good Star Wars dark oh, ride? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they licensed Star Tours uh, for, what, 30 years yeah. almost? Escape Hoth Base? Escape Hoth? Escape, that for animatronics, you think? For, yeah, for our, like, the, the places falling down around you as, as you're, you know, you could, like, have giant uh, AT-AT stomping near you. The, the foot is <laughs> coming down. That, that would be, be kind of cool. You know what I mean? like, a really exciting like, idea. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just it, this, this, the same kind of, like, an extended version of the path that, uh, Leia and Han have to go, you know, they get stuck and the part of it's collapsing. Like, well, yeah, like escape from Hoth. Yeah, you're Shooters trying to get to the around. transport. You know? yeah. Yeah. The first transport is away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, escape from Hoth would be great. Never mind, like, right? we got to make it to the second transport before it leaves. Yeah. I want to spend the day drinking at the Moss Osley Cantina. Yes, yeah. that Osley would be Cantina. cool. Because uh, they built one for yep. that Nerdist series. Of, well, I have some Moss Osley Cantina glasses that uh, Disney produced a while back. 
So yeah, there's no, I, but like they they rebuilt. Yeah, like they did a set, but it yeah. was supposed to be like a semi permanent fixture or something. Uh, I mean, maybe this anyway, is the direction they're going. That they would be animatronic would be cool. going ons around here. Everybody yeah. would love you, uh, could, you could have a like Mos a tiki Eisley room thing. that's a Moss Eisley Cantiki room. Yeah, that'd be great. The Moss Eisley Cantiki room. Entire park based on you've heard the you've heard the Johnny Aloha version of that, right? The Tiki Room song? Yeah. No. No, Johnny Aloha does a really great parody of the Tiki Room thing. He does, he does the thong song as a Tiki Room. I love the Tiki Room, man. But if they do a Forest of Endor, I'm done. <laughs> I don't well, know. That, that forest, could be a fun roller coaster. Endor? Yeah. No, it could be a speeder bike roller coaster. Oh, yeah. Totally. Well, not be even fun. speed bikes. It could be a fun like journey on like a little wooden boat or something, you know, like in the water or whatever. You know, in forest, A log flume forest ride? Forest of Endor? A log flume ride in Endor? Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Endor's log flume. Ewok's <laughs> flumes. <laughs> Ewok, what's, it, what's his name? Wicket's, Wicket's, Wicket's Wild Water Way. Yeah, it could be for kids. It you could know, be for, for kids. kids. It would be. Wicket's Wild Woodies. Now, Wicket, had, <laughs> Wicket's Wild Woodies. If you had Get a, your yub nub. If you had a speeder bike, like you have the individual speeder bikes in front of like a domed screen, that kind of thing, that would be a lot of fun too. Yeah. The ocean base and everything. Kind of like flying it, over California, soaring. Yep, yep. Yeah, or like well, you know, like the old experience ride. You know, it gets projected on the screen, but instead of being in a pod with a bunch of other people, you each have your own speeder bike, a la yeah, the old ride. Yeah, but now ET that's ride. such an old technology now mm-hmm. that to, yeah, they have to do something really. I'm new. just saying they could start with that and then have it with new technology. Make it, you know, I mean, I'm sure if they built it today, it mm. would be a far more involved. You've got that whole underwater thing too. You can do that. Uh, whatever the city Jar Jar is from. Let's not. Could, but I, I knew you were going there. No, let's, but I'm saying, I'm don't. saying as a ride that would work. You could do. Would it? Would it work? <laughs> yeah, because there's all those there's all those fish monsters down there. Uh, that, yeah. And, so they repurposed twenty thousand leagues. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we still going in a submarine. I'm out. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm out. I, I'm I hadn't thought about done. that. I hadn't thought about that, but Done. you're right. That would, that would, uh, yeah. I hear that yeah. voice. I'm That's, leaving the park. Yeah. Did anybody hear Benedict Cumberbunch do that? Cumberbunch? <laughs> Cumberbunch. Cumberbatch. Cumberbunch. I'm never going to be able to say the word now. Cumberbatch. Hamley Blick. Cumberblink. Hamadier Cumberbatch. Stay with me. Come. Hamadier Clemberbang. Burbatch. Jeremy Bonson. What did he do? He did, uh, he did a Jar Jar. Yeah, he was in some interview and he did Jar Jar. That's right. And, uh, yeah, did, it was pretty funny. Hey, was he you good? never said it with yeah, me. It was very good, actually. Fact check, you never said it with I me. I would have loved to have heard Come him do Spar Batch. There you go. Was that Paul? Galoshes. Smog that way. Galoshes. Smog that way? He could have done Smog that way. Oh, God, yes. Oh, he did Gollum, too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that, that'd be the. Wouldn't that be a bite? That's a nerdy <laughs> thing I did. What's I bought it? those animated Rings movies they re released. The Bashi. The uh, oh. I didn't realize they re-released. They re-released them. them, all three. Yeah, I watched with, the whole series with some decent features. Or yeah, nice. Yeah, uh, the second one, the Lord of the Rings, actually has a because that's the one that Bakshi really worked on big time. The other two are more Rankin Bass than yeah. him, but still. Well, is it is it that? But it is uh, the it's the Bakshi one and the two Rankin Bass ones. Yep. Because then it's missing half of uh, the, it's missing half of the second book because Bakshi only did the first half of the Fellowship. Yeah. On uh, what do you call it? On uh, on Lord of the Rings, 
Yeah, on Lord yeah. of the Rings, you know, the first half of uh, Fellowship. They recap and they fill in the blanks pretty okay. well. The, the Rankin-Bass second one. I was going to ask how they flowed. The Rankin-Bass second one fills in the blank. It's a, there's a jarring between those. Okay. Because it's very much, he really was stylizing the hell out of Lord of the Rings. It's all live action, rotoscope, craziness. And then it cuts back into uh, the um, Rankin-Bass animation. And it's, it's fucked up a little bit, too, because there's most of the character models are close to what was going on, but they're different. It's it's very strange because the Hobbit is, has a very specific look. Yes. And it yeah, it has its own thing. Right, and then the third movie has goes back to that look in a lot of ways, but it's a little bit different. It's tricky. But I I've never seen past the Hobbit. It holds up together pretty well. Oh, you got to see Lord of the Rings. Actually, right. Lord of the Rings is really something. It still has it ends the, at the Battle of Minas Tirith. Interesting. Yeah, it still has a whip. There's a way sound though, right? That's in the third one. Okay. Yeah. What's the uh, song? Where there's, Where a, there's whip. a whip, there's a way. Oh wow! Where there's, there's a whip, there's a way. What the hell? Where there's a whip, I we don't want to go to war today. But the Lord of the Lash says, "Nay, nay, nay." Oh, I have to see this. Is this a story? Where there's a whip, there's a way. Where there's a whip. So they, do they keep way. the musical format through all of them then? Uh, yeah, for the first, then the third one, Bass, Rankin Bass, and they have like this kind of Donovan kind of singer guy. He warbles everything. We were still so talking about Lord like, of the Rings. I thought like, we were talking about 12 Years a Slave. If you never say hello, <laughs> you don't have to say oh goodbye. Is it the, yeah, the same guy that sings the you opening? You won't have a <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The, the same greatest yeah, adventure. Yeah, exactly, exactly that's it. The greatest adventure is still to come. Tomorrow will bring. Who the fuck knows? And what is today? But a day of today. And tomorrow will make you older by a day. And then another day goes by. Where is the hobbit here? And then... Folks, I got to tell you, he's doing this without grabbing his throat and pulling it. This is all. Yeah. This is all him. This, is, to, a, yeah. this is no the manipulation at all. The adventure is waiting for you. But then the, the third one, it's really sad. It's like if you never say hello. <laughs> You won't have to say goodbye. Oh, Jesus. It's so much easier to let life pass int- than try. Is that the introvert's anthem? Yeah, it's basically it's like, just stay inside your home and don't try to do things because people can be mean and the world is a cruel thing and places will hurt you and your bones will break and shatter. Just stay inside your house because nothing really really matters be afraid and terrified of every waking moment sleep as much as possible because life's a waking nightmare don't ever venture far from your hearth and home don't try to do anything that makes you go outside Keep your windows tightly closed and lock your doors and hide your children. Keep your dogs inside at all times. Learn to teach them to poop in the toilet. Yeah. Brought to you by Glenn Beck. Wow. <laughs> by gold. That was so much better than tomorrow, people. <laughs> 
Keep your dogs inside all day and teach them how to use the toilet. <laughs> It'll be a wonderful thing. You'll never show another person because you'll never see anyone because you'll stay inside. But it's basically yeah. saying, you know, just you got to go for it. That's what it's saying. That's what it's saying. That's what it's saying. It's saying, saying you got to go for it. You got to go live. It's, but it's, it's carpe diem told by Tiny Tim. Yeah, basically. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> <laughs> you know, I was listening to a earlier ice cream social where you're answering some fan mail, and some guy asked you about uh, diets that you experienced. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I have one to add. Oh boy! Uh-oh. This this came up. Uh, a bug can turn you into a vegetarian, or at least make you swear off red meat. Doctors across the nation are seeing a sudden uh, surge of sudden meat allergies in people bitten by a certain kind of tick. This was only discovered a few years ago, but is growing as the ticks spread from the southwest to the east to more parts of the United States. Wait, wait. How far southwest are we talking? It started in Texas. Okay. We're safe. We're safe. Uh, In some cases, eating a burger or a steak has landed people in the hospital with severe allergic reactions. The culprit is the Lone Star Tick. The tick is now found throughout the south and the eastern half of the United States. The bugs harbor a sugar that humans don't have called alpha-gal. The sugar is also found in red meat, beef, pork, venison, rabbit, and even some dairy products. Stay inside your homes and never go out camping. The ticks are there waiting to bite you in the hair. And you won't even know it. And you'll be lucky if you find it a week from now when someone is touching you upon your head. But no one ever touches you because you live alone. And the tick has grown an immense size. But you can't tell because you own no mirrors out of sheer terror that you might see a ghost reflection you have broken all your mirrors and thrown them in the garbage which lies upon the floor inside the center of your home because you never take the garbage out because you'd have to open the door and you stay there alone and scared and everyone comes knocking and says are you still alive in there but you dare not even make a sound for you would tip them off to your wise plan of staying away from them and so you set a small fire to stay warm on one cold winter's night it gets a bit out of control and the house fills terribly with smoke but do you dare open a window to let some of the smoke get free no you don't you stay inside and choke to death on the smoke and die who let the singing goat in here (laughs) I understand the singing goat game is very popular. <laughs> the singing, singing goat, goat simulator. simulator. <laughs> Next on American Idol. Right, so what is your song for us today? Well, <laughs> I've chosen a traditional classic for my people. I hope you like it. I'm going to stop right here. It's a little pitchy, man. Huh? It's a little pitchy. I haven't started singing yet, dog. <laughs> I hope you enjoy this song. This one goes back to my days when I was a kid. Oh, shit. (laughs) One, two, three, four. Fanny legs. Legs, fanny, fanny. Legs, fanny. Fanny, fanny legs. (laughs) 
<laughs> fanny legs. Legs, fanny, fanny. Fan, fanny legs. Legs, fanny, fanny. Fanny legs. Legs, fanny. Fanny legs. I'll take it back, dog. That wasn't pitch at all. <laughs> right. Um, you're going to Las Vegas. <laughs> Hooray! The show's not going to Las Vegas, but you are. Oh, oh. No! Oh. Ah, ah, ah. You'll be working oh. at the library. <laughs> All right, Seacrest here. Uh, Singing Goat just had his audition. Singing Goat, how did it go? Bad! <laughs> Bad! He'll be Singing. appearing in a 48-hour film festival starring Fact Check Andy. That's right. Singing Goat, what do you think you could have done to improve your chances? I don't know. I don't know. You have a can that I can eat. I eat cans and other garbage. <laughs> so the sugar is found in red meat and the dairy products, some of them. Uh, it's usually fine when people encounter it through food that gets digested, but a tick bite triggers an immune system response. And in that high alert state, the body perceives the sugar, the t- tick transmitted to the victim's bloodstream and skin is a foreign substance and makes antibodies to it. That sets the stage for an allergic reaction the next time the person eats red meat and encounters the sugar. It happened to Louise Danzig, a 63-year-old... Oh, my. Here we go. You know who she is? (laughs) She's my mother! Dude, I fucking knew that Did you get bit by a tick? Did you save that for last? Did you you go out camping? Whoa, mother! Mother, <laughs> better not eat a steak tonight. You did. You this got antibodies built up. I know you did. Oh, mother! Purpose. Settle down, Danzig. The real <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Settle down Never before I call in Henry Rollins again. And if you wanna have to eat red meat, you're gonna uh. need some kind of medicine. Mm. Couldn't you change the names of these people? I should <laughs> do it with you every week. I need to proofread myself a little better. <laughs> it happened to Louise, a 63-year-old retired nurse from... Don't ever say her last name Montauk again. ...Montauk on Eastern Long Island. Eastern Long Island? It's all the way up to Eastern Long Island? Yeah. That's wow. Where, that's where he lives, out in that area. Hours yeah. of Jersey. Hours after eating a burger, quote, I woke up with very swollen hands that were on fire with itching, she said. As she headed downstairs, quoting again, I could feel my lips and tongue were getting swollen. And by the time she made a phone call for help, quote, I was losing my ability to speak and my airway was closing. Jeez. She had, had, she had recent tick bites and the blood test confirmed the meat allergy. One of the first cases they saw was a bow hunter who had eaten meat all of his life, but landed in an emergency department several times with allergic reactions after eating meat. Doctors don't know if the allergy is permanent. Meat tick fever. (laughs) Meat tick fever. (laughs) Some patients show signs of declining antibodies over time, though though those with severe reactions are reluctant to eat risk eating meat again. Even poultry products, such as turkey sausage, sometimes contains meat byproducts that can trigger the allergy. Uh, The meat allergy, quote, does not seem lifelong, but the caveat is additional tick bites bring it back, unquote. So the real culprit's not the tick. It's the uh, extremist uh, Earth First group that uh, engineered this damn thing to (laughs) stop meat eating. (laughs) Damn vegans. It's the perfect, perfect, it's pretty the elaborate vegans. plot. 
delivery system. What's your plot? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. Um, you know, by the way, speaking, I wanted to get back to that. I wanted to get back to that list. The list? Okay. Yeah. Your list? <laughs> what list is this? Uh, go ahead, Andy. I want you to read it. Andy, you'll read it for me. <clears throat> the list reads. What uh, is it a list of? Fuck you, fact-checked Andy. 80s Jeff is weird. Paul eats blood turds. Torgo, you're cool. That was my notes for the week. Oh, I see. This is what you... What, yeah. what geeky things I did during the oh, week. Oh, I got yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. I'm not sure how to take his comment on me. Uh, well, I said I said salt. fuck you, fact check Andy. That should have been clear enough. Yeah, but just calling me weird—that's you know. <laughs> that's like saying should the sky. Said, that's like saying the sky is blue. You know. Should I have said more? Water Jeff, is should wet. I, should I have written a hundred page essay for you <laughs> no, on how no, weird you, you are? <laughs> bad I enough. I brought notes. Jeff is weird. Even, so on, even, on, a cloud, even on a cloudy blue day. And never go outside. <laughs> the world oh, will destroy scary. you. Be scary. careful who you it's talk scary. to. Well, you got notes too? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just, everyone's notes. got notes. We, we talked about the Federation of Beers a couple weeks ago yeah, on the yeah. show. Actually, probably more than a couple weeks ago. But a few weeks ago, we talked about the Federation of Beers that, uh, you know, the, These are the Star, Star Trek, Trek theme. related yes. alcoholic beverages. Yes. They, they only have two so far. It's the Klingon Warnog Ale, which right. is a, uh, it's a Danish Dunkel. Right. And then they have the Vulcan Ale, which is a uh, Irish Red. So uh, for those listeners that are here in Las Vegas, there it is now available locally for purchase. Okay. So where um, uh, the main place you can get it is uh, Total Wine in both Summerlin and Henderson. Great stores, by the way. Yeah, exactly. My that's God. that's why I mentioned those. Uh, they are they have great selections of stuff, uh, you know, alcoholic related. So uh, <laughs> definitely uh, definitely <laughs> check them out there. Total Wine? It's also available at two uh, <laughs> two other locations. How's the parking? At one of which is <laughs> very good, actually. One of which is like a locals casino. It's Money Plays on well, West Flamingo. What ah. they sell it at Money yeah. Plays? Yeah, wow. man, Money you can, Plays you can was buy for it. like a year and a half. The go-to hangout for the second city. Camp. I know yeah. that's that's it's one of the reasons place. I. It's a it's an amazingly hep place considering it's in the rat hole I live. I mean, in. it is yeah. dive central. But oh yeah, it was, it's it's horrible. But it's a, it's yeah. a hipster hangout and a half. Yeah, yeah. And there's a Roberto's kind of right. Uh, next yeah, like to right it. next to it. Yeah. Or I don't even know if it's Roberto's. It's like not even. It's not it's even some, Roberto's. Some it's a grease, knockoff Roberto's. Yeah, a greasy it spoon is. taco. Roberto's. Bobberto's. And then finally, it's available at a uh, Imperial Tacos and Beer. (laughs) Where is Imperial Imperial Tacos and Beer? Imperial Tacos and Beer on Paradise. I've been to Tacos and Beer. I love that place. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, apparently it's. What do they serve? uh, Tacos and Beer. (laughs) Thanks. Apparently, it is a popular hangout. I've never eaten there, but I want to go check it out now. Bonzo's been there. But uh, yeah, the two total wines, they sell it by, you know, by the. Individual, and I think also by the case. Money Plays is like spitting distance from the zombie bar, and the hipsters still go to the Money Plays. I believe so, yeah. Oh. You're hip enough. I didn't realize that's where that was. I thought that was in Henderson. No, no, the zombie bar is... Decatur, um, right? It's uh, Decatur and Spring Mountain. No, Sounds about right. Yeah, no, no, Flamingo. Flamingo, you're right. Yeah, Flamingo. It's right past past the... I drive past it every day. I've never seen it. It's uh, It's on the left-hand side. It's it's sort of behind the direction you're going. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie bodies on the left hand side. Zombie bodies on the left hand side. Look to the left. There's the bar that's full of zombies. Um, I got left, there's two, a zombie bar. I was given two samples of the beer, one of each beer. 
I have yet to try them. Uh, anally? But, uh, Are you giving the samples anally? <laughs> anyway, you can I only have do them. one a night. You can only I have do one them both night. in the refrigerator. I okay. will try them and give a review That's for the show. That's what he calls right. his anus, the refrigerator. And if I like it, it might end up as a what's going in your mouth segment. Can you review Diesel Punk? What went, <laughs> it's going to be what's going in your mouth, it's all right. but it was a what Thermos. went in my anus. <laughs> I'm, not what a big, went in my I'm not a big anus IPA going in fan. <laughs> Never, never go. Never go. <laughs> what went in my anus is going in your mouth. But until next week, I am Master Torgo. The greatest adventure is waiting with a goat. 80s Jeff. Backtrack Danny. Bonzo the Beast. Okay, we'll talk to you next week for the 250th episode of Geek Shock. Oh, my Whoa. God. Someone's bringing oh. cake. <laughs> You know what's happening That's the one, when you guys are Someone's recording that? Someone's bringing cake. Puddle's uh, Pity Party. Oh, Puddle's Pity Party is where? You, you can't go to it. You have to be at the 250th episode. It's next. It's going to be playing at uh, the bunkhouse. Next Tuesday. Same time we're recording. Sad. <laughs> what well, also depends on what time they get on stage. Dude, Eight o'clock. no one's going to tune in. <laughs> <laughs> For our live show. <laughs> <laughs> for our not live show, for our pre-recorded show, we're gonna lose our whole audience. Boom! Thanks, puddles. Oh, I can't. I would love to go see him. Yeah, I, I would too. But I, um, I would, I would dress up as the singing goat and try and be, oh, his, yeah. try and be his partner. <laughs> Do you need a singing goat to help you sing your songs, you giant crazy clown? I eat cans. You won't have to say goodbye